Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. This is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Deborah on from work. And we'll be learning about the business case or the case the use case. Sometimes people call it the cost-benefit analysis, but why her clients, prospects, et cetera, why they're excited to work with work, and that's work with a you. So, Deborah, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and work? Yes, thanks, William. Sure. My name's Deborah Sanneman, and I am the chief operating officer at work. Work, I would say, is the gentle giant of the cannabis HCM offering for primarily for clients in the cannabis industry. And is with the cannabis industry, which is multifaceted, right? So there's suppliers, there's distribution, there's dispensaries, there's all kinds of things I'm not naming, right? So there's the industry itself, and then there's people that serve the industry, does work, are you focused mostly on the folks that are directly in the cannabis industry or the, do you sometimes play outside and also work with those that serve that industry? Yes, a great question. A lot of our clients are vertically integrated. Right. Uh, so we will be working with cultivators, growers, manufacturers, distributors, and the dispensaries themselves, and any of the providers in the supply chain that support the cannabis market. Oh, that's cool. So what a lot of folks get wrong in work tech or HR tech in particular is they don't focus on, they don't get small, they don't focus on an industry and then become brilliant at that and then maybe expand into other contiguous industries, et cetera. Y'all, y'all came out of the box focused on this industry. It's big enough, especially globally, it's big enough. But so tell us a little bit about the solution. Now that we understand the industry that you serve, what's the, what's the solution look like? Like what are, what's the product look like? Sure. So when Works Founder decided to really just have this niche market, it was really because the cannabis industry was so underserved. Right. Cannabis dispensaries and everyone in the cannabis industry was having difficulty finding financial institutions for which they could do payroll services and pay their employees. So there was a lot of cash transactions in terms right. of making sure employees were being paid. And then you had the taxes that had to be paid for that. So our founder really focused on serving the underserved. And what our work is unique and why we are very focused in, in this area is the banking relationships. That becomes the whole key to serving this market is making sure that financial institutions are comfortable serving the market. And so work has really focused on continuing to grow and expand our banking relationships so that we can assist our clients with making sure they stay in compliance. Oh, I love that. And you know, it was interesting when y'all started, it was probably even taboo, right? So, but because thankfully 
a lot of the attitudes has become more mainstream and laws have been changed throughout the country. I'm in Texas, of course, nothing's changed here, but in other places, more progressive areas of the country, laws have changed. It's become not as taboo. I'm sure there's still some taboo with in certain areas. Like I get it, but I, I, I could see certain industries that just don't get served because people are like, okay, but they're doing something that we don't want our brand associated with. They still need to pay people. Like in your case, they still need to pay people. Like <laughs> you might not agree with whatever that is, but they still need to be paid. So I love the market focus. Again, I like the industry niche market, as you said it. I love that. And the product, I just want to make sure that I understand it's, it's core HR or HRIS and payroll, or maybe even benefits management. Yes, absolutely. So I would say more foundationally is payroll, time and attendance, time and labor management, and HR. And really, as you define HR, that really broadens the spectrum for right. what does what do you define as HR need? Uh, it really starts from hire to retire for the employee life cycle. So employees need the recruiting aspect, uh, candidate selection. Then you have the onboarding piece and work handles all of these functions with our technology. And we'll talk a little bit in a few minutes about some things where work is unique with some of our product offerings. But to go back to the employee lifecycle, after they're onboarded, there is a training component. After they're onboarded, making sure that they understand the role that they took on properly having training. And then it's basically we're into the HR functions, giving them access to their pay history, their benefits, any that are offered by the company. And that includes uh, retirement as well. What are you displacing? And I know I don't want to lead you, but I do. I'm really curious as to what they're established. So let's just say it's a owner of dispensaries. And so they've got 100 dispensaries in California or whatever. They are paying people somehow <laughs> through Excel or whatever else. So they're, they're QuickBooks or somehow. What are you displacing when you go when y'all go into a new company? What do you what are you ripping out? I would say the biggest thing that we're providing is the stability for managing and moving money from from the client through the financial channels for direct deposit, live checks, tax payments. And we are doing that with a fully integrated solution so that our clients don't have to go and seek and do the due diligence to bring together all of these different types of vendors and try to take this data and commingle it. Right. We're able to provide them with efficiency so they can focus on running their business, their dispensary, instead of all of the more HR administrative tasks. So what would I love that? What were they using before? Were they using like Excel and Word to do some um, of those tasks? Or were they using another system? Like what were they using? Believe it or not, some of them were just using a product like QuickBooks. Yeah, uh, and yeah. so they were using that to do their gross to net calculations. Wow. What became the most challenging is they know what the net calculation is, but really making sure that how they can pay uh, individuals. And so there's no reason that any employees of a cannabis company can't have the same offerings that other employees view as very important for their benefit offering. And the thing is, if you're doing it in QuickBooks, which is 
great for accounting or bookkeeping. And I've used it for that. And I've tried to use it for payroll. And it's not a it's not apparel. <laughs> it's not as nice. So you can use it for that, of course, especially in a pinch. But it's not. It wasn't built with that intention. And just staying on. You know this because of the back end of the technology. Payroll libraries are always changing. The from a federal, state, even municipal level, they're always changing. The the minimum wage in Seattle goes up a dollar, and if you don't know that, you're out of compliance, which is. Another thing I think is really important that you brought up earlier, it's listen, A, they should be given access to the same, if not better, technology, regardless of their industry, check. Uh, also, when doing so, there's a bunch of compliance stuff that they should also be aware of, and in doing so, you, you help them with that as well. Absolutely. So we have a full compliance newsletter because you're right, there is constant legislative updates right. that need to be administered. The state tax withholding in it of itself is very daunting. And when you're using a software that might not be geared towards human capital management and looking at that entire response corporate responsibilities, having a organization like work there that has the expertise in payroll filing, making sure that just federal and state legis legislative updates are part of that software. So where do you find it? And again, what's, I want to do the uniqueness in a second, but what, where do your sales team in particular, where do they run into objections? When you're, you're obviously serving an underserved market, so I'm assuming the objections aren't <laughs> as heavy as they are in some of the overserved markets, but I don't know that to be true. So what do you hear that gets bubbled up? Like, why would people say no to this? Yeah, I think what really the biggest challenge right now is that we have some generalist payroll providers really trying to enter the space and they don't have the expertise, especially with doing the banking due diligence, making sure that the financial institutions fully understand the nature of the role of a payroll provider. And many are just like a little overwhelmed with all of the requirements. And so we are a specialist in terms of providing core payroll, HR, time and labor management. And there are some specific things that are tied to time and labor for taxability, 280e right. reporting as an example. And so I just think that some of the smaller dispensaries that we see, they are a little overwhelmed with their corporate responsibilities. And so it's really, <laughs> how do they get started? How do we see when clients come to us, they have so many different needs and it's really, let's focus on what is the core and foundational to organization, getting those employees paid timely and accurately. And then we really see our solution selling all of those different services to help those clients again, deliver best in class benefit offerings to their employees. Love this. So you mentioned uniqueness before as it relates to work. Why don't we talk about that? What makes you, I'm sure you've now, because y'all have focused so much on this industry, you've seen some people try to either come into the market, et cetera, that were maybe outsiders before or didn't even look at it as a viable market. What makes work stand outside and, uh, and be unique? 
I would definitely say it is just starting off with work. We have a tremendous process for doing our due diligence. We are making sure that the business licenses are accurate. We spend a lot of time on making sure that the banking relationships and the way the company is structured is appropriate. And we do a ton of transaction monitoring. That's really important for the financial institutions and the companies in the institutions we work with really appreciate all of the due diligence that we do in bank vetting. Are you, or do you think that the, because you focus on this industry, are they, is there a scrutiny that's levied against that industry that's that's higher than let's just say as a convenience store industry? Do you see anything different? Like oh, you, are they are they held to a higher standard? I guess is the layman's question. Absolutely. Transaction monitoring is a big part. We have all, every transaction is monitored that we do. So not only to who is we're debiting that from, but who is also we are crediting, um, making sure there's, we have to comply with any money laundering um, and be very forthright with all of our financial institutions. That's fantastic. So where do you see this evolving over the next, let's just say two or three years? Do you see you add, adding more like talent management, recruiting, uh, performance and learning and more of an HCM suite? Do you see it more moving that way or do you see partnerships with people that already do that stuff? Yes, we've actually over the last 18 months have really expanded our integration. So it's all about the data and the transmission of data. And as more and more vendors add new technologies, we want to make sure that our cannabis clients have exposure to those. Things like wages on demand, something that wasn't really popular a couple of years ago is something that we've just recently rolled out to our clients. And it's basically early wage access. We also- Oh, that's cool. Earned wage access. So once they were, if I got this right, once they do a shift, they can clock out, if you will, and then get- 50, 60, whatever percentage of their, what they worked. Is that what, do I have Absolutely. That, right? that yeah. is early wage access. And that's nice. something that's more main street and right. the right. industry hadn't had that exposure. It's been wildly popular since we've rolled it out last fall. That's and cool. here are just some of the examples. So because of our technology and our development resources that we have, we are using integrations and we've seen from our clients wanting us to integrate with everyone from equity management software to early wage access to learning management systems, performance mm-hmm. management. A big thing in this industry is a lack of compensation data um, because we house and have had for the past eight years accumulating all of these very important data elements, it's very valuable as it's a competitive landscape now. And we're seeing more and more states come online, legalization. And so we're excited to be able to be there to continue to support our clients as they grow and expand into new markets. So let's do some of the buy side stuff for for a couple of minutes. The, you probably don't do demos every day, but you have a sales team, et cetera. So what do you feel is like the favorite part? Again, this is an underserved market by a factor of a thousand. What's the favorite part of the demo? When they get somebody on the line and it's an HR person or a TA person or an operator, and they get to actually talk to them and say, hey, 
let's, we can actually help you with a part of your business that you just, you know, you need help with. What's that part of the demo? I call it the aha moment, but there might be more than one, but what is, what's, what do you think is the favorite thing that kind of comes out from a work demo? I think probably the biggest thing is that we understand the industry better than anyone else out there. We understand their employees the employee experience, what matters to those employees. And I think our clients really appreciate the fact that we are specialists and not generalists because there's a lot of payroll providers out there, but they really don't understand the challenges that the cannabis industry faces. So we've been very proactive with our client advisory board, listening to our clients and saying, how can we help you with these challenges? And so we have a great rapport with those clients. And another thing that that I want to say that really is unique for work is our onboarding process. We have a team that really guides our clients through the onboarding process. And again, we're bringing together multiple different product and service offerings and having that ability to have that all together, configurable and all the data together that is interacting is really, it changes the way that they were operating before and helps them become more efficient. Love it. So two last questions. One of them is on the opposite side, what what questions do you wish customers would ask work, like buying questions in particular? Like what should, they're going from an inefficient system, let's say QuickBooks, maybe even software that, that was proprietary or Excel or Word or whatever they're using. What buying question, maybe they haven't bought HR or work tech software before. What should they be asking you, asking of work? And again, this is more on the sales side, but if you could script the questions, what would you like for them to ask? Yeah, I would first have them really look at if they're considering a different alternative solution is really looking at the banking relationship. So many times, and it's all over the news, I will say, we have a major payroll provider who had entered this cannabis space in the HCM space and just served notices to clients on or last week and have given them 30 days to exit. That is so disruptive to just day-to-day operations, but typically it is a 12-week process on onboarding. And this very large payroll provider is basically given these clients 30 days. And I think on average, many cannabis organizations have been dropped on average of two times in their history. That is staggering. And you have to think of the major disruption and stress to not only the HR professionals in the organization, but to those employees. And so right now we are working to offer as many opportunities and solutions and accelerated onboarding because there is a large group of clients that are without a payroll provider come May 1st. Wow. I just you schooled me. That's wonderful. So last question is success stories. And without you don't have to name names. I don't really care so much about the the that stuff. It's more the things where work has just changed a business. You've left an indelible mark. It was poor before and it looks great now. 
Yeah. Gosh, there's quite a few success stories. We have, I think I told you I was in the Maryland area and there was, or there's a vertically integrated cannabis organization and they recently are expanding into some new markets. And unfortunately their benefits provider, their workers' compensation provider cannot write business in the new states and the new markets they're expanding And so they called us up and we have a tremendous relationship with them. And we were able to not only place them with a workers' compensation carrier, but help create efficiencies. They were doing a lot of manual processes in terms of their payroll reporting. And so we're able to provide some tremendous automation and efficiencies for them to help them save, again, time where they can then focus on the needs of the employees. Drop spike walks off stage. This has been absolutely fantastic. I love y'all. I've had one of your people on before and you'll just have a wonderful company. And uh, I, I just really appreciate it, especially going after an underserved market. It's just, it's, it's just a wonderful thing to do and you can see them get the same level of software that other just, you know, <laughs> other companies get, other industries get. Great. Thanks. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.